It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Here to address the stupid guys of America, of which I am one from time to time. I mean, men do stupid things. I'm sorry. We do. Because men have a stupid gene. And it runs through. It starts when you're a little boy. And it starts with that wonderful question, what would happen if I do this? What would happen, Mommy, if I put my hand on the stove even though you told me not to? (laughs) Mommy, what would happen if I go too close to the swimming pool when you told me not to? And it continues all the way up through adulthood. See, you have girls, Princess Di. You don't know what this is like to be. But no, you have a husband. You know. I do. Absolutely. That power wash story is just so hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing about it. But it's true. I did it. I did it. I was like, cause, and, and, and the question came, and I should have realized from previous experiences, with, and I have scars all over to prove the, the, the what would happen scars. I have them already, and it doesn't stop you. Because no matter how many times you do stupid, you're still a guy, and there's still more stupid left. Okay? So I got the power washer. I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, damn, this thing is powerful. I wonder what would happen if it did this. And it doesn't occur to you in that moment. Don't do this. This is bad. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm telling you, the world needs men and women and that drive to, you know, press the edges of the pie and being the pioneers, a very important driving force of humanity. So there is a good side to that male prospect. (laughs) All right. Now, yesterday, thankfully, you you told me about a story I hadn't read from Axios that President Trump that there are plans underway if he decides to run. You discussed this yesterday. Today, OMG, this is all over the place. But I did, did you, something. Did you I read it? No, I didn't because I wanted to hear you. No, I, I, I printed the stories and I said, I'm not going to read this. I want to hear what Diana has to say about it. So, Princess Di, the floor is yours. Tell us about this. Tell us, please. And I am just as anxious as everybody else to hear this. Please tell us. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk about it. I know you printed it out. It is very long. It's almost like a book-length piece. It took me probably 45 minutes to an hour just to read through it. But it is so encouraging. It is good news. It is something that we as Trump supporters had wondered about. What did he learn from his first term? And will he make similar mistakes? Is he going to do things differently? And apparently for months and months there have been meetings in Mar-a-Lago and new think tanks that have been formed to support the Trump agenda who are vetting personnel for a a new Trump administration. And these meetings focus on two things. One, how to get rid of the obstructionist staffers in the bureaucracy. And two, how to staff up a new administration with supportive personnel. So these meetings and planning have been going on, serious planning, so that there is an administration in waiting, ready to pop on day one, 
from the transition time as opposed to last time, if you remember, Trump had focused all his energies on winning the election because he had the uh, establishment of both parties against him. And it took full bore concentration and he uh, outran them out politicked them and won. He knocked off, I think it was 17, 17 in the primaries, yes, right? In the primaries and then won the election. And the transition period, he had really little planning for, and he relied on the uh, Republican Party, the GOP. Chris Christie. Chris Christie yes. was the one in the transition that headed it up until his ego got the best of him and he got tossed and it went downhill from there. Yes, and it wasn't just his ego. He deliberately uh, peopled the administration places with establishment uh, personnel. So he was working against Trump's America First MAGA philosophy, and there were a lot of people in the Republican establishment who were very happy to, quote-unquote, help Trump in his transition and new presidency by basically putting in people who would stop him from doing anything. So this time will be different. The opposite is going to happen. And listen to how uh, this article, which is written by uh, um, Jonathan Swan and a host of other reporters in Axios, which is a left-wing website, but this is a warning this is written as a warning to the political world of how serious Trump is and how extensive this planning is. And this is how they put it, that these new groups and this uh, agenda is causing a breeding grounds for a new wave of right-wing personnel to run the U.S. government. And they are so upset that the plans are in place and that Trump will literally have the power to do this, to actually have the United States government follow his agenda, which is something that they worked very hard. And despite the fact that they were obstructing him, both parties, at every turn, he was able to accomplish so much just basically by force of personality and force of his relentlessness that he was able to work around them and brilliantly so in so many aspects. And they're looking at it now like, oh, no, now that he knows what it works, how it works, this is going to be horrible. One of the things that's interesting is what Trump had put in place at the end of his last administration, anticipating a victory, was something called Schedule F. This would have made a lot more people in the bureaucracy, I say, Schedule F is for fireable, but it would take away the employment protections for people who were politically um, motivated in the bureaucracy, it would cause all kinds of people to be able to be fired by Trump if so, if he so de desired. So as soon as Biden came in, he got rid of Schedule F. So the minute that Trump is reelected, if that happens, the plan is day one, he's going to reimpose Schedule F. So remember that. Schedule F means fireable. He's going to fire every freaking body beneath the top-level agencies. And listen to how this is described. He will go after the national security apparatus. He will clean house 
in the intelligence community in the State Department. He will target the woke generals of the Defense Department. He will remove the top layers of the Justice Department and the FBI. I'm reading this Hallelujah. as a warning, and I am standing and cheering. I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. He will be able, Trump will be able to actually enact smoothly all of his America First ideas that we all, as Trump supporters, voted for and have been stymied by both parties. So this will allow the Trump agenda to proceed. Now, you know it's not going to be completely smooth sailing because he will be sued at every turn. But that's another thing in here. There's a new organization called America First Legal, headed head by Stephen Miller, who is one of the most wonderful advisors Trump had. And he's assembling a list of lawyers ready to fill general counsel jobs across government. So in all the agencies and all the positions to have lawyers ready to fight for Trump instead of rolling over, as a lot of the Republican appointees did in the past, this is going to make a huge difference. So one of the one of the tweets i don't have it in front of me the wording that i had saved from november was david from who was a speech writer for bush and very establishment said he was worried about a second trump term because this is how he put it the velociraptors have learned how to use the doorknobs now this is a scene from from jurassic park and he was afraid <laughs> That Trump would figure out how to get around all this destruction. And it's true. This story from Axios proves that Trump and his, you know, velociraptors have learned how to use the doorknobs. They're coming in fully aware of how to use power, American power, legitimate power, the executive branch power. It was simply by force of personality he was able to do it. But now he knows how to use the illegitimate power the Constitution gives him. And so this is freaking out the left. And as you say, the results of this article that appeared yesterday is starting to trickle everywhere because no one knew how extensive and how serious these plans are. They are ready to roll day one. So it's a very encouraging thing. The the uh, second part of this, in addition to getting rid of the existing bureaucracy with the, the Schedule F, there's also a lot of new groups that are America First oriented that are vetting personnel to be able to put into those jobs. Because not only do you need to get rid of people, you need people to actually carry out the agenda. So both parts of this machine in waiting, as Axios calls it, are ready to roll, and it is just so exciting to see that Trump figured it out. He's got people who are now working with him, and including donors and allies, as Axios puts it, who have the funding for these groups. This is a huge, large, wonderful, to us, operation, and cleaning house in the United States government has to happen. And this is why they will stop at nothing to try to prevent him from being president, including this 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 committee of ill repute, the J6 committee, and whatever else they can throw at him by way of trying to tie him up legally so he cannot run again. This is why it is important for us to make sure 
that we do not waver one bit, no matter what they try to throw at Donald Trump. You're absolutely right. And specifically, one of the people who has been uh, Trump allies is Jeffrey Clark, who was in the Justice Department and was one of the very few handful of people who was supporting Trump's legal challenges at the after the election. And he is part of this new think tank world. And he is spoken of often as a possible attorney general in a second Trump administration, because Trump will never make that mistake again of having an attorney general not on his same page. So what are they doing to Jeffrey Clark? Morning raids in his house. They are now hitting him with uh, ethics, uh, the Bar Association in D.C., ethics charges. So they are they see what a threat that that Jeffrey Clark would be as attorney general. So they are trying to see who these people are who uh, Trump is putting in place, and they're trying to hit him, smear him, dirty him up ahead of time. Now, this one, I think uh, Jeffrey Clark is going to be able to overcome these ridiculous charges. He had to testify before the committee in which he pled the fifth many times, and they're going to use that against him. So they are trying to dirty up all of Trump allies. One of the one of the other interesting things that in just a, a data point of the Schedule F, the uh, Axios he says that this could apply to as many as 50,000 career government officials, federal workers. Can you, James, imagine the screams if 50,000 career government officials are given a pink slip by Donald Trump? Can you imagine I, the horror? <laughs> I cannot wait. This is what draining the swamp looks like. Yes, yes. And Axios says this is going to have a chilling effect on government employees and would hurt our democracy because the government employees is a, is a check on the power of the executive branch. Now, there's nothing in the Constitution that says that the you know bureaucracy is supposed to check the president of the United States, but that is how it worked. It absolutely worked in the first Trump administration is that the bureaucracy was something that that stopped the agenda or or it slowed it down in many cases. So it Amazing. is a wonderful thing to see how upset they are and how this will work. And they know it. It's the other thing, James, about this article. It is written as if this is absolutely going to be true a second Trump administration, which which is really interesting. They are sure it's going to happen, which I think our side needs to realize how afraid they are and how they actually think on the left that the Trump administration is coming back with now the ability to open the doors. (laughs) Well, there's some optimistic news for you folks from our very own Princess Di. Your Highness, as usual, wonderful to hear from you and I'm smiling. That's a great story. (laughs) And here's a better reason to smile. In God we trust, which I'm always going to remind us all. This is is where our trust lies, in God. In God we trust. Thank you, Princess Di. We'll speak with you next week. Thank you, Sir James.